and welcome once again to another episode of Stu Ham Productions Presents. JM Solve the World. I am James. And I am Matt. And tonight we have something special. Special. Going on. Yes. Um, we have your favorite Italian and mine, all the way from Florida, uh-huh. Dwight. Hey, what's happening? Hey, we're doing good. How is everything in Florida? Yeah, pretty good. Got some fresh ink, uh, belly full of Vietnamese food and Krispy Kreme donuts, and uh, put a splash of beer on top of that. And, hey, uh, um, good. she's your wife, dude. She's not food. Hmm. That depends on the context. (laughs) (laughs) So who you got on the phone for us tonight? Well, a very good friend of mine and uh, a very good acquaintance of yours, I think. I have James Davis from Laser Mafia here in Vero Beach, Florida. Um, Known for a couple of years now. Uh, Was looking to get a a custom-made... insulated mug type of thing engraved and uh, various websites and Google searches and couldn't find anything and finally found James and he was right up the road and uh, aside from the great uh, De Niro impression um, he does some masterful work we could go all night without talking about that you know what I mean hey, hey look <laughs> it over there with the thing so uh, so yeah he's, he's done some he's done some great work for us on um on, on on the mugs, um, done some engraving. Uh, Roman's got a keychain. Uh, done some excellent um, transferring photographs to to wood. Yeah. Um, yep. And some various other things. I got some uh, some marble coasters. Uh, the guy's a the, the guy's a pro, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, say? he did our J and M Solve the World official logo bottle. Right. He did a Curry bottle for me. Mm-hmm. And here in the coming weeks, he will be doing our acrylic sign that will replace the one that I'm superimposing right now. Right up there. And are the are the bottles are the bottles on your end? Oh, of video? course, of course, bro. Of course. Okay. I mean, well, listen. I think uh, James, if you, Vero James, and uh, I'm Missouri, <laughs> Missouri Missouri James. Florida if James. you guys oh. think that was a sufficient introduction, I'm going to shut the hell up now as best I can. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to sit on my hands. And we'll let, we'll let James talk about his brand. Hey, it's huh? Dwight over there. It's Dwight over there. Oh, over there. He's, he's, over, there. he's over there with it. Joey Bonfuco. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to answer that. He's good like that. Yeah. So, James, yeah. how did you hey, get like, started? Did you take care of that thing or what? Hey. How are you? It's done. Okay. Hello. What did I do? Uh, <laughs> how did you get started in uh, the engraving business? Uh, well, I've been in the marble and granite business for years, and I'd seen the lasers around. And then an old friend of mine had a, something made over in England with a laser. And uh, so then I watched the video on what they had, and I said, you know what? That'd be a nice little side gig. So that's why I did it. And I was trying to make up a name, you know, and I was saying things like, you know, like integrity laser or something like that. And um, the, the, the ex-girlfriend it was, and she goes, uh, no, nah, you need something that's more about like you. And I get, I get the uh, mafia thing. I get the uh, De Niro thing. 
always people think I'm Italian. I mean, all the time. So I thought, oh, mafia, that'll be perfect. Laser mafia. So it, it, I'm the it, it sounds great. Yeah. It's a fun business. It really is. I, yeah. I enjoy it. Um, sometimes, in fact, the people who sold me the machine send people to me for a demo. And I go, you know, I put on a dog and pony show. And uh, I just really am I'm happy with it. I'm enthusiastic. It's, um, I can't really sit down and really draw to make anything anybody wants to look at or, or paint or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I do some acting and things like that, but I, 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 my, I guess my art is using these lasers to, you, you take an image or something and then you, you, you work on it, maybe on Photoshop, lighten it up or whatever, and then trying to recreate that same photographic image, but on a laser on a piece of wood like I did for Dwight. And it, it just, it's so enthralling. And it, we, we do things like slate coasters, Yeti cups, leather maps. Uh, I engrave on, on, I just engraved on a huge uh, monkey wrench for a guy. And all kinds of different uh, engraving on different things, getting more and more into firearm engraving, which is exciting. Mm. We all like to have our little sidearms. So um, that's good fun. And uh, so we're just, I'm just growing and, and uh, I have four lasers now. No, I have, yeah, four lasers. And um, I'm got another type I'm going to be looking at soon, but I have to, do a little bit more homework on it, but it's all yeah. good fun, exciting, and um, the results are great. You know, I do a lot of stuff for uh, memorials, I do things for weddings. Mm-hmm. You know what they say four weddings and a funeral, they're all the same thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now we need, can, we, we need to get him to do some Yeti cups with the JM logo on them. I mean, that's yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Hey, the Yeti be, cups, yeah. the sign, yeah, you know. Coasters, uh, Shit, yeah. what? Sky's the limit, right? Because he's got the vector right. now, right? I, I think the coast, the coasters will come out real nice. And we got some, uh, yeah, like I said, the Marvel oh, coasters with a, a certain forty fifth American hero on them there, and yeah, you know. Um, now I will say this because I've seen, I've seen the wood carving that you did of Dwight's three generation uh, when he married his lovely bride. Uh, with him, his mom, and his son, and it looks amazing. I mean, the the clarity, and you know, it's it's not distorted or anything, and it just it looks beautiful. Honestly, I, I love the rich tones you get from the lasering <clears throat> on wood, etc. It just I don't know. It adds a different depth to it. And and you you were able to. The photograph, I, if I recall, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was that was a pretty simple deal. But uh, much like with the with the with the logo on the last bottle, um, and I bought you some stuff you've done for me that were, you know, you take your time and and time and effort, and it, it's it's there for sure. And the need to clean certain things up so they come out, you know, correctly and popping and everything. And um, so, got to give you kudos on 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 that too. It's not just feeding something in the computer a lot of times there's, there's a lot of work that goes into it there oh yeah. you know what's kind of cool i i had a, a a lady bring in uh she had a picture a photo when her mother was young and with her two aunts and 
the damn picture, somebody had folded it right in half. Oh, man. So it was cool because I put that on the scanner, and then I I took a Photoshop and actually cleaned that photo up. It's like one of the few pictures they actually have of the mother with the two sisters, her two sisters. And so all of a sudden this treasured picture, now they have a, a great copy of it. And they got the engraving as well. And it, it was amazing. You know, you take that Photoshop and you can take things like a big fold out of a picture sometimes. It's mm-hmm. it's exciting. It's fun. I like working on it. You know, it's just it's just crafty business, but it's it's art to me. Right. right. You, you, you lasered out the frame, too, for it, you know. So that was... That was something that we, you know, were able to, you know, assemble after the fact. That was that was a really cool. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh... you know, you're you're taking uh, a a a valued treasure from somebody, and and you're because photos can get lost. They can, uh, you know, so many things can actually happen to a photo. Well, it's like. In today's world, we got all of our photos on our phones, and right. we put them on our computers. Or in the cloud. But what happens if if that shit just goes away? Right. Then everything's lost. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a house fire burning up all your shit, but it's right in the interweb, so to speak, or your hard drive crashes or right. something, you know, and you've lost all that shit. But with yeah. engraving like that, you know, that's, you know, that's going to be here forever. Right. You know. And, you know, and, and I think it's, it's honestly, I, I think it's beautiful. Uh, and then also, you know, something else that I saw you, you, you started dabbling in and I thought it was fucking hilarious. The, uh, the 3d printing with the, uh, the Buddha statue with Cartman's head on it. I mean, that, that's just. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I like it. We, we made we made a few uh, Carmen Buddhas, uh, but you know what? Those I I got out of the 3D printing temporarily. I sold the machines. I wanted the space because yeah. I I didn't find that they were um, like reliable enough, and then also they weren't economically viable. Yeah, you know they mm-hmm. and, you know like and, and it's just like with all that neat guy stuff I made. Nobody ever bought that Cartman, you yeah. know, it's like, right. it's good for a laugh or it's kind of, kind of good for a hobbyist. Yeah. But for, for most, for most cases, for me, it, it just wasn't, wasn't the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I had, I had at 1.5 of them wow. and eventually I, I dealt out all five <laughs> and I have the space now in my shop that I didn't have. So that's good. And the other thing too, that I do offer is CNC and simple CNC work. For instance, putting a juice groove around the edge of a cutting board. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's like it's kind of tantamount to being able to be in the cutting cutting board business. You know. Yeah. Um. So at least what that way you can put the groove on there. You need. And um. But I I've done some other simple things there. One of the things I want to do is get the uh, file that. You can do a 3D American flag Ooh, with yeah. it, nice. and it'll ripple. Yeah. And my CNC is, um, I, I can engrave up to three feet on it. You know, nice. so I can make a nice little three-foot flag with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
So that's that's one thing I'm looking for right now um, that I've, I I want to do eventually is be able to do those. And I'm, they'll be out of solid wood, so they'll be like solid yeah. hardwood. That would be pretty cool. Nice. Uh, I'm hearing J&M, the cutting board. And there you go. J&M, <laughs> the pizza board. And, you know... <laughs> You know, to take yeah, a, the take the cue too. from Spaceballs, I mean, why not? Right. Yeah. J&M, the J&M accessory for every aspect of your functional life. There you go. Or yeah, dysfunctional the life. The pizza scheme. I made a pizza scheme for myself. <laughs> you know, Papa Comte, you should know all about the pizza scheme. Hey, it's round and it's got shit on it. Hell yes. <laughs> Thin crust, baby. Oh yeah, uh, we we we, we thought we was watching Dwight's Dwight's home video last night. I know. Yeah, growing up, Botafogo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you watched Joey Botafogo? We watched yeah. Joey Botafogo there last night. And I gotta tell you, I had a thing for Amy Fisher back in the day. I got a thing for Amy Fisher right now. She's still looking good. <laughs> Is she? Oh yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She did. Um, Nine or ten years, and I mean she, she got married. She had a couple of kids, but um, apparently she was on one of those um, "you pay me money and I'll show you my vijaye" type websites at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, Only fans. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I found her on there, uh, but I mean, not not that I've. Not that I go looking right. around OnlyFans right. for, because right, right, right. you gotta you gotta pay for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean you can get enough free porn these days. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, ain't, that I, I ain't know f- about that either. I haven't found it on Pornhub. You can, so, yeah, or you porn. You know, you're like she looks kind of like Amy Fisher. What the hell? I'll watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like I like the you porn pictures when they take the celebrity head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like basically they're talking out of the back of their head or something. Oh, yeah. Right, like, right. So funny. Ten, uh, Terrence and Philip from uh, South Park, all the yeah. Canadians. So where are you from, James? I'm originally from outside of Philly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A little suburb town there. Yeah. And... I've been down in Vero Beach since 1976. Well, uh, yeah, I've been here a week or two. That's just—it's it, crazy for people that grew up in that area, the 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 tri-state area, if you will. You know, you've been down there since '76. Uh, Dwight's been down there since what? Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Yeah. You can still hear the you can still hear the accent. Oh yeah, and it's like oh yeah, you never lose that. No yeah. fucking a. Call me in a minute after I'm done in the bedroom and we can throw the ball around. Hey, <laughs> hey Dwight, where are you from then originally? New York. Oh, you are a New Yorker. Okay. Yeah. Which borough? Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Hey, which go borough? Yeah, which of the five boroughs? Long Island. Yeah, oh. Which of the five families? Oh, I don't answer that. You don't oh. have to answer that. But you're the five families. Um, waste management. I'm trying to think. <laughs> All waste management. I was a longshoreman. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
right, <laughs> Soprano Trafficante. Well, they were Jersey. The Sopranos were in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Um, God, I'm trying to think because I remember, well, there was the uh, making of the mafia that History Channel had with Lucky Luciani or Lucky Luciano, mm-hmm. um, Meyer Lansky, uh, Bugsy Siegel, and how uh, the mob helped the Americans in World War II mm-hmm. uh, in oh, Italy. Yeah they, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah, they made it easier for the uh, when when the American uh, troops were going through Sicily. Yeah, the Italians were helping them out. Mm-hmm. The Sicilians, I mean. Yes. Right. Right. Now, fun fact, um, and you pointed it out when when we were up in Missouri a couple years ago, the um, the facility where the Teflon Don spent his last days. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Springfield, Missouri. Yep. The uh, federal. Where uh, he finished out. Yep. Yeah. John Gotti. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He, He died there at the federal hospital. Yeah, and it was funny because, uh, supposedly. And I mean, there's a rumor, you know, allegedly some uh, people from New York bought a strip club across the road from it. And <laughs> no. uh, one, one night, that's in Jersey. One night, uh, a, a water main busted and that strip club like immediately closed up shop. Mm. Yeah, supposedly uh, some people were trying to tunnel under uh, Sunshine Avenue uh-huh. into the uh, guard uh, the guard shack that was so what are we running talking about a Shawshank kind of thing where they bust the big water pipe um, sounds, sounds like prison sounds like prison break no 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 they were they were tunneling, sure. they were tunneling under the it, road and hit a water main and hit a water main <laughs> oh yeah and everything but just you remember f- Shawshank oh yeah he hit yeah. the sewage pipe yeah right. to crawl out of prison uh, I don't. I don't think Gotti. I don't think the Teflon Don would have crawled through a, a crapper uh, tunnel just to get out. Yeah. Fucking Marine would have. I'm surprised he ever got in. I really am. Well, mm-hmm. but you know, Gianni Russo has talked about it, and the biggest thing with Gotti is he didn't realize that the mafia is supposed to be a secret organization. Right. He liked the he liked the limelight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Being seen with the pretty women and yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, the other thing too is they didn't realize it, but the FBI was able to read their lips and had all kinds of surveillance that they didn't realize they could get because they'd be outside talking, shouting yeah. one side of their mouth, and then they'd still be reading their lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like Helen Keller in a boarding school. Right. <laughs> they should have. They should have. <laughs> They should have done like NFL head coaches and hold up the clipboard in front of your mouth when you're called <laughs> into play, you know? <laughs> well, they, they were. Yeah. They yeah. really were, but they, they but they had all kinds of angles on them, and it was amazing. Yeah. Right. They, had, uh, they also had surveillance on the lampposts and stuff where they didn't, would stand around and talk. Didn't a couple of years ago the Houston Astros took a page out of that book? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And so did Bill Alleged, Belichick. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, Bill Belichick, he, he took one of those pages Oh, yeah. I think they, I think, I think they might have professional lip readers in that in that Patriots thing. I mean, yeah, uh, they're full of scandal. Robert Kraft was uh, popped down here in one of those uh, rubbing tuck places. We were just talking about that last night. 
We why? were just talking well, about that last night. It's like, oh, why God. Why is a billionaire going to a, a rub and tug? In Florida. The, there was one right down the road from the hospital when it's I like, worked there, it, man. I went out to lunch one day, and I came back, and the therapist was like, were you, were you over there down the road? And I'm like, well, what are you talking? Because I hadn't heard about it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I know what you were doing. <laughs> what are <was> you <I> doing? <laughs> but if you're a billionaire, why are you going to a rub and tug when you've got people that can get people for you, you, and you never have to leave your mansion, you know. Yeah, he or, probably he probably got a thrill out of the whole. Thing. I'm sure it, it was the, the whole, it, it whole was meeting the, the DoorDash. The risk. Yeah. Of, you know, he'd probably been doing it for 40 years, and yeah, he finally got popped, and it was just that risk of getting caught, you know. Well, and it's, oh, you just gave me a great idea. I'm going to open up a thing like that called Hordash. <laughs> there you go. Uh, those so, are called know, you, uh, you, Merry Maids. Oh yeah, Merry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they'd be uh, quite merry, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, James. I, I think you're a little classier than that. You can call it escort dash. <laughs> escort dash. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, I think I like the variety. No, no whore dash is a direct ripoff of DoorDash. That, that's fucking wait, awesome. I, I like wait. it. I got it. You can keep yeah. the DD date dash. Date dash. There, there you go. go. Because there then it's not illegal. Right. Because you're you're. You're hiring somebody for a date, but then what two consenting adults do at the end of that date, hey, that's up to them. There you go. You're not paying them for the act. You're paying them to fucking leave after the fact. You're you're not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. I want a conversation. I'll call Jane and solve the world. Get the fuck out. That's like like the second greatest moment in sex is when they finally fucking leave. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what is the difference with giving someone money after the fact versus calling them an Uber and paying for their Uber on your phone? Mm-hmm. You're yeah, still then you got a record. <laughs> I mean, buying a drink and a burger before the fact, right? You're you're going to dinner. You're 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 putting food down the gullet. I mean, it's well. <laughs> it, it's cheaper to hire one. Than dating somebody because you know a good girl is not going to give it up to the third date anyway. So you've already it's, spent three, four hundred dollars yeah. depending on where you're taking her to eat and all that good oh, shit. Oh, you know? oh, oh, easy. Uh, <laughs> and then if you mess around with those hookers, you end up with Chag's disease. Unless you go to Nevada, and they're all state. They're all state inspected out there. Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Yeah, you know, you know what Chag's disease is, gentlemen. Uh. Uh-uh. Combination of COVID, herpes, AIDS, gonorrhea, and syphilis. <laughs> oh, it's just like a buffet of itch. <laughs> and the thing is, too, you know, I, I went to see the doc about it. Not that I've ever had it. Anyway, I went to see no. the doc about it. Your, your friend and, went. And yeah, yeah, I'm speaking on behalf of a, a well known acquaintance of mine. So anyway, the doc says to me, I mean, him, the doc <laughs> says, well, I can give you pancakes and flounder. So I, I mean, the guy asked him, hey, is that a cure? And he goes, no, that's all we can slide under the fucking door at you. <laughs> <laughs> so don't ever catch the Chags disease, okay? Yeah. 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 It's good like that. But, I mean, you know, you go to the, okay, the speaking of the whole rub and tug incident and everything, mm-hmm. um, Russell Wilson, yeah. bro, you're, you're a, a, a football star. You're a starting quarterback. You're worth millions. 
why would you go to these actual massage parlors and try to get a, a, a happy ending Right. when you could totally hop on a plane, fly down to Vegas, take an Uber out to the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Uh, from what I heard, one of the greatest steakhouses in Nevada, one of the greatest uh, massage mm-hmm. parlors in Nevada, one of the greatest seafood places. Not that I give a shit about seafood, but, you know. Some of uh, us do. Yeah. But still. And those girls are tested weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they go there to work, they don't leave the compound. Right. So, I mean. Go see Air Force Amy. I watched the HBO special. Sure you did. I did. <laughs> I mean, there, there's that time in Vegas that you can't remember with the... That organization that you may or may not belong to that yeah, drives the little funny cars and the parades. Know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> little funny cars. That's the name yeah, of the, docu- would, the documentary. Yeah. How would, you like, <laughs> how would you be the guy that's in? How would you like to be the guy that's in there two days after Hunter Biden? Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they probably wouldn't let his ass in. Fuck no. <laughs> well. Yeah. Sorry, sir, you're a little too famous right now. But, I mean, okay, Johnny Russo talked about being in Australia during 9-11. Right. And he was partying it up with fucking Bill Clinton. And right. And old fucking Slick Willie had all kinds of girls around him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and some really yummy cigars. Yeah. I, t- I told, as I told you, I did not have sex with that woman, Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> He had those. Who in their fucking right mind would? He had those tuna sweet tip cigars, right? Well, yeah. yeah hey, you know, uh, you know why poor dear Chelsea's so damn ugly? Mm. Janet Reno's her daddy. Broke my fucking mouth a little bit. I mean, Bill right. just—I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That is not my spooge on that blue dress. <laughs> he said, I told Monica, I told you to lick my erection. Do not wreck my election. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the funny thing about that whole deal was his popularity went up after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dudes are like going, oh, yeah. he got a fucking blowjob at the fucking Oval Office. We don't even cool. Yeah. Have you yeah, seen well, Hillary? Yeah, no shit. That's what everybody else is like. Hell, he hadn't fucked her since they conceived Chelsea. Yeah. So. Well, we just, we just we just dispelled that rumor as well. Well, yeah, there you probably, go. He was probably on Vodka Quaaludes the night he nailed that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> now I don't, I don't see how it could be done otherwise. <laughs> now, oh dear. Rumor has it. Those ecstasy maybe. When Bill was governor of Arkansas, she, she roofied him. She would have the <laughs> state patrol picking up guys and bringing them to hotels to meet her. Mm. And then Hillary. When when what? Bill was governor of Arkansas, she would have the Arkansas State Police picking up dudes and bringing them back to a hotel because, well, she can't pick up anybody. <laughs> Let me get the door for you, blind man. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, homeless guy, do you want a meal? 
Tell me. <laughs> Why does this taste? I've had fish sticks better than this. Remember when Clinton used to go jogging and he'd stop at McDonald's? Right. <laughs> well, that's like, 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 like the, the same people you see go to McDonald's and they order a Big Mac and fries and, oh, and I don't need a Diet Coke. Like, trying to watch my figure. Like, really? You, yeah. you think the Diet Coke is going to save well, you there? Yeah, that's going to make well, a difference, man. The difference <laughs> with me in that, though, i got to defend those people. I don't like to taste the regular Coke. It tastes like a mouthful of syrup. Mm-hmm. And I like to taste better Diet Coke because I got used to the chemicals, I guess. Right. But uh, You like the aspartame. Anyway, I do prefer that. <laughs> but you're not, uh, how do I say this nicely? You're, you're not morbidly obese by any uh, stretch of the imagination. No, thank God. Yeah. You are you are but, fit as a fiddle, and and I don't know, maybe single ladies. Oh, the single ladies! <laughs> oh, the single ladies! Oh, the single ladies! Yeah, yeah. Put unfortunately, my single ladies would look like Aunt Esther or something. <laughs> um, you know, every time that I've I I've been in your shop, you know, the whole two times I've actually been there, you know, I've got to say there you always have like amazing things all over your walls and it's just it's it's unreal the amount of things that you have done and you know I've, I've seen what you've done for Dwight and I've seen what you've done for us and it's just like I, I see like I've went to your website and I'll put the website right about here once again. Oh, thanks. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, man, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. And then I started thinking, oh, man, I could have a, uh, a tranquil spot in my yard and have a little garden for my mom and have this, da-da-da-da. Oh, I st- that's a nice idea, yeah. And, and then I start checking the money, and I'm like, okay, this is going to cost this, da 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 Damn, <laughs> I really got to you know, fix my credit. If I, if I can touch on that, James, just as a plug for you, sir, and it's like, uh, like I said, on my, I'm in route to, to finding Laser Mafia, you know, there was a lot of shopping around and, and uh, reason, very reasonably priced. So you won't get a better fucking deal or better quality. You know? And I've got, like you said, man, I've got, you know, mugs and, and wood pieces, you know, the, the wood uh, art and uh, I actually we had a set made up for um, my sister-in-law and her husband and uh, and, and it was kind of it was kind of funny because uh, I was showing it to one of the girls at work and she goes oh wow that's a, that's a really nice picture of you and Kim uh, wow your beard's really big and I'm like that's my sister-in-law and her husband you fucking racist <laughs> I bring it. I, I bring it to Laser Mafia, and he's kind of looking at me. He goes, "He goes, is, is that you, man, with the beard like that?" And I said, "No, man." I said, "How many fucking people are gonna do this shit?" You know, and it was just, it was laughable. So we had a good time with it. But yeah, you know, it did work for them. And, yeah, and excellent, Timmy, excellent Timmy was stuff. there, and she was like, "Oh, you racist!" You know, she was making fun. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> She's a good laugh, man. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She plays off that stuff pretty funny, man. I love it. I, well, when, when we first got together, people were like, you know, how'd you guys happen? Because, you know, she's all sweet and innocent, and I'm a prick. And, uh, 
I said, oh, you know, she, she needed a kidney. And she goes, she goes, don't lie to him. Just tell him the truth. I'm in it for the green card. And I was like, well, fuck, if those jokes are okay, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. she's, she's an excellent sport. Well, yeah. you know, she doesn't need a green card because she's a nurse. Yeah. She's all set. Well, and, yeah. you know, there's no better couple, and I mean, that, that are like polar opposites. The, the Italian from New York and the Vietnamese girl from Florida. And it's like, you know, they, they play off of the um, stereotypes. Uh-huh. And, and it's great because Dwight told me the story, and I'm about to tell it on the JM Solves World podcast. They were, uh, Dwight and Kim were at some like sub shop or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she turns oh, yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's hilarious. like asking him if she can get like lettuce and everything. And he's like, yeah, you know, whatever. And she's like, just don't hit me, daddy. And like four big construction guys stand up and start fucking eyeballing Dwight. And he's like, this ain't funny. I'm about to yeah, get my ass beat. Yeah, and it, and it was some brick-carrying motherfuckers, man. Like, you need linebackers in the NFL that's small, dude. And I'm like, you're going to get me fucking killed. You're going to hit me badly. That's when you look at him and go, what the fuck you looking at? Like, Jesus Christ, get in, the fucking, get in the car. I'm leaving. Hey, you need some new shoes? I got some concrete. <laughs> they make great basketball shoes. And Davy Jones locker. They got the star and everything on the concrete sneakers. <laughs> what are we going to say one day? You know, we're going to say, what happened to Dwight Traffic Comte? You know? Well, he went to St. Louis to see a Pantera concert, and uh, he never came home. <laughs> yeah. As long as the demise was after the show, I'm okay with that. Yeah, right. I, was, I was referring to the system. Not really, not really, but I mean, you know. Well, you at least want to see the show. If it's got to be that way, if it's... You know, hypothetically, you know, if Dwight yeah. finds... Hypothetically, fuck you, how about that? <laughs> it, it, fucking it, it, St. Louis. It, Who the fuck it, do you think you are? It could happen at PT's in East St. Louis on Saturday. I mean, <laughs> I, I've heard they got uh, Asian triplets. Yeah. Triplets, Basil. Triplets. Triplets. You ever had your butthole licked by a 18-year-old Asian girl? Mm-mm. You ready to? <laughs> <sighs> Larry Fence Hustler Club in East St. Louis, folks. That's interesting how we've moved on to room jobs. Laser James, as you can see, these these you know we can just, there's a rabbit hole somewhere in every episode, and uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I tried to bring it back. I I, I tried, yeah. but uh, well, you you failed miserably, but that's okay. Hey, yeah. you but, know, I mean, my ex-wife would say something like that. I don't know. I never listened to oh, her. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like your ex-wife. <laughs> oh no, I mean, you know. <laughs> No, we got back on task. You did a great job. I, I've been happily welcomed here, and I greatly appreciate it. It's been nice talking with you over there. Yeah. It's been nice over here. the other one of the hey, families there, Mr. Traficante there. We're, we're over here, and they're over there. Actually, I'm over, over here, there. over there, and they're way, way over there. That's hey. right. right. We're we, we in the middle. Yeah. We're in the middle where, of the where country. Are you guys? Are you, you in Skokie, Illinois, or something? No, no Missouri. No, Missouri. Rimby, Missouri. Rimby. 
Southwest. Yeah. We're about, you from Springfield. About 50, job, Missouri. about 50 miles north of Springfield. Yep. Okay, I've been through some of that uh, area up there. Hey, you, hey, ever heard of, you ever heard of Palm de Terre Lake? Uh, I probably fished it. You've you've heard of Lake of the Ozarks, I'm sure. I've heard the name. Yeah. We're we're just I mean, we're real close to Palm de Terre and then Lake of the Ozarks is Yeah. Oh, 35, 40 miles. Yeah. You start getting to the lake from yeah. there. So, um fantastic. Yeah. The, the the best thing that I gotta tell you, when Dwight and Kim and Rome came up, um I told Dwight after we did our show and I was like, hey, man, I'm going to take you guys to Bass Pro Shop. And Dwight's like, oh, we got Bass Pro Shop in Florida. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. you have a Bass Pro Shop. Right. You don't have not better at the time. You don't have the Bass Pro Shop. Right. The home, the Bass Pro Shop home is right here in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, the, the, the Bass Pro Shop by you, the home, man, that just, that just took a little poop in Florida. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then here's a nugget, guys. The the best cool. part, Dwight and Kim were back behind Rome and I. We were walking in, and I was <laughs> bullshitting with Rome, and I'm like, uh, "So this is something we used to do in the army to get everybody's attention without raising your voice and start yelling at everybody." And Raise your he, he's not he's not looking at me or anything. He's like looking at the fountain, and I'm like, "So there I was, balls deep in this dude's ass, right?" I reach around to give him a reach around. Fucker's got a heart on. Fucking faggot. And he, he stops, and I keep walking, and he's like, what did you just say? And I'm like, got your attention, didn't it? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, so next time you're out with your buddies and you want to get their attention to something, you there just you say, go. so, no shit, there it was, balls deep in this dude's ass, right? And it, like everything's going to stop. What did you just say? <laughs> yeah, my dad's out there, but you've just raised the bar, Uncle Matt. Hey, hey, that's what that mm. hey, that's what Uncle Matt does. He raises the bar. I'm not upset. I mean, sometimes he passes out under the bar, but uh, that's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a very long time since I've passed out under a bar. <clears throat> we well, do those weird crotch shots, you know. Um, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's let. Shall we talk about those crotch shots, there, uh, Dwight? I'm in Missouri, story, brother. I'm in Missouri. Dwight sends me a. Uh, uh, Kim sends Dwight a picture of his crotch from under the table, and then Dwight decides he's going to send it to me. Mm. Yeah, I'm a thousand miles away. Why do I want to see Dwight's just... crotch underneath the table? Luckily, he had shorts on. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, you had me worried there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. He could have been all commando and shit. And... Oh my God. Yeah, we, I, I did that years ago in a restaurant somewhere, and then I was just having such a good time with it, and there was a booth crossing down the way a little bit, 15, 20 feet maybe, and I zoomed in and uh, took a picture of just somebody's random crossing and, and sent it to her, and it was like the caption under it on the text message was, Hey, how about some strange? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. She's like, you're fucking terrible. I'm like, you knew that before you married me. Like, there was no faking shit. You know, you know what you're getting into. I not like I surprised you. He was all timid and shit, and one day just broke out and went, "Hey, motherfucker!" I just figured out your anniversary gift, Dwight. Mm-hmm. A cutting board, laser engraved with the shower curtain 
that is in your master bathroom. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Nice. I don't think James is ready for that shower curtain. Oh, I don't think he's ready for either one of them. <laughs> so, back in 1998, we did a Halloween show uh, uh, with the band we were in. Can and, I inter- yeah, I was going to say, tell me yeah. it's the band. The, the it, podcast wasn't we, in existence back then. Yeah, right. we were in the band, and uh, it was Halloween, and we all dressed up. Uh, James was dressed up like Sting. With the mm-hmm. red and black makeup and the NWO shirt and the duster and everything, and I was dressed up like a chick. With the you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be careful, uh, Laser James, because either one of those images will make you gay. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is my uh, first experience with this crew. Now, my hair my hair was dyed bright blonde, and it was down a little bit past my shoulders. Uh, two girls that I went to high school with. He was about 80 pounds lighter than I, I oh, would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two girls I went to high school with did my makeup, did my hair. Uh, one of them gave me a bra. I, I immediately had a 38D chest. Um, you, were, you, were, you, were, you were light years ahead of this trans movement. Oh, bro. Now, so bro. Hey, you, know what? you make me want to go celebrate with a Bud Light. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, I mean, shit. I got a case. Come on over, James. Shit. <laughs> I know you do, bitch. I made, oh, that's fucked up. I made five bucks that night with people coming up to the edge of the stage and sticking money into my shorts. Because I had uh, shorty shorts on, fishnet stockings, combat boots. Now, uh, I only had tattoos up on my shoulders, my stomach, and a few on my legs. I wasn't as tattooed as I am now. But had this dude come up to the edge of the stage, and he sat there, and he stared at me for a good 15, 20 minutes. And he was trying to figure out, is this a dude or a chick? And I had shaved, <laughs> I'd shaved my goatee off, but I still had uh, the treasure trail of a, you know, a, a 25-year-old. And you, were you, could, selling it. you were selling it. Oh, fuck yeah, I was. Um, and, I mean, I had sang, like, God of Thunder by that point mm-hmm. with my deep Gene Simmons voice, and I'd been talking, and it wasn't like, hey, guys, how you doing? No, it was just like, <laughs> what's going on? And, yeah, this dude, he fucking, he was doing the Michael Myers head bob back and forth trying to figure out if I was a dude or a chick, and I'm like, really, guy? Really? We're more like that confused dog. <sighs> Of course, of course, he, 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 and I don't remember, but he might have had his shorty shorts pulled up where it might have looked like a uh, moose knuckle or. Nope, 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 nope. 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 <laughs> uh, I was wearing uh, boxer shorts that had Pooh and Tigger on them. Now, you could see those because my, my jean shorts were cut up pretty high and they were sli- uh, slid up the side. Yeah. I put the fishnets so on and then my underwear on. show here all of a sudden? Say again? Is this a fanny, a tranny fashion show going on? Oh, no. no. No, no, it was just, we're, we were a heavy metal band playing a Halloween show. Yeah. And Holy all, all I said was, uh, my costume is something that you would expect me to do, but not expect me to do. And that's the only thing I gave. And I showed up wearing a, a long leather fucking trench coat down to, like, my ankles. And, I mean, all you could see is, like, 
uh, my hair and makeup and my combat boots, and then I took it off, and it was just like, damn. So, Dwight, next time you go, you go see uh, James, you may have to take the calendar and uh, explain to him. <laughs> James, we're going to need a couple of chairs for this conversation. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you that, man. It's, it's, this is... Uh, Wait, this is a, a, a saga. <laughs> well, and the funny part, the very next day, I went back into the Marine Corps Reserves. So that <laughs> night after, yeah, that night after the show, I dyed my hair back brown, my natural color. Um, I'd went up to the reserve station, had gotten a haircut. And when I walked in, the lady was like, what the fuck do you want? I'm like, um... I need a haircut. She's like, no shit. And she never asked me what kind of haircut I wanted. She just started fucking. And I'm like, wow. Isn't that how you do it in the military anyway? In, in boot camp. Yeah. Um, when I graduated. Tell from, them what you think, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, just a yeah. little bit off the sides. Uh, I like One to keep size it tight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We had a kid, uh, <laughs> night I showed up for boot camp, he decided to show up with long hair. They put him in the chair and ran the uh, clippers straight down the middle of his head, spun him <laughs> around, and made him stare at himself in the mirror for like 20 minutes <laughs> while they were spending five seconds on everybody's head. Wham, 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 wham. Because, I mean... Oh, man, they, they, we, we, I got drunk as fuck the night before. Uh, I shipped out, man, and they... Uh, Somehow, uh, I allowed a, a mohawk cut. And uh, surprisingly enough, man, you know, uh, weeks into boot camp, drill instructors and uh, other recruits alike, they remembered that shit. And it was funny with the recruits, but the, uh, you know, when the drill instructors remembered it and explained how they remembered it, it wasn't so fucking funny. Uh, what do you I bet it wasn't very fun dealing with those guys. Now, uh, you know, I built, I built up quite the chest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> What are you, De Niro and Taxi Driver? You talking to me? Wait, wait. He should feel this one. Yeah. Go for it, man. <laughs> are you talking to me? I don't see anybody else in it. <laughs> talking to me. That's all you get. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, J&M Solving the Worlds has Robert De Niro. Yep. <laughs> hey, Bobby. Hey, you. How you doing? I don't know. You know, you call me. You're asking me all these questions. I'm sitting here answering them. And then you want to ask me more questions? Hey, 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 Bobby, hold on. How the fuck do you think I'm funny? How the fuck am I funny? Hey, I'm here to fucking entertain you. I'm a a fucking clown. What do you mean, funny? How? Oh, my God, it sounds just like him. Bobby, Bobby, easy. He knows what he fucking said. What the fuck did you say? I just said you were funny. We got, that's all I'm saying. We got Bobby De Niro and Joe Pesci. Now, who was Ray Liotta's character? Uh, Hank. Oh. Um, uh, it was. Um, God damn it. It was Hank. Um, nope. You know, your tens of listeners right now are just screaming the fucking name, and we can't. I know. Right. <laughs> Henry Hill. Yes. Henry Hill, there you yes. go. Yeah. I, I wanted to say Hank Hill, but I'm like, right. no. Or it, I sell propane. <laughs> I sell propane and propane accessories. 
Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. If you weren't my son, I think I'd hug you. Damn it, Bobby. How course, the fuck am I fucking? That character came from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Them boys have been jerking in my in my RV again. <laughs> They're just in there jerking it and jerking it. <laughs> What's his name on there? What's that character's name that they always murder? Mr. Anderson. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. I'll tell you what, back in WW2, how do you do it? Yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, funny how, like I'm wearing so. clown shoes? What do I, what do I amuse you? I got a red nose and shit? What? Tell me, how do I amuse you? <laughs> that sounds so much like him over the phone like this. <sighs> Dwight, Dwight, do, do, do a Joe Pesci from Lethal Weapon. With the cell phones. Hey, hey, my, I'm Leo. Leo gets whatever you need. Leo gets. You get it? You get it? What do you need? I'll get it for you. Jesus Christ, that's good. They fuck you in the drive-thru every motherfucking time. You go through the drive-thru, you give them the order, and they fuck it up. No, I'm okay. Hey, hey, German Jews didn't have it any better than what I grew up. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) That's pretty good, guys. So... Um, my shoe shine king, I'll show you my shoe shine king, you fuck. <laughs> you go to fucking bash the motherfucker in the head with the phone. Dude, <laughs> I, I tell you, um, God, what was the, what was it, The Irishman? Like the last movie he did yeah. with Bobby De Niro? Yeah, I've not, I've mm. not seen that yet. And I tell you what, it's the first quote-unquote gangster movie that Pesci's done where he doesn't lose his shit. Really? Oh, God. But, I mean, it's it's... Like when he puts a punctuation on something, it's fucking knowing Joe Pesci. It's like holy fuck. But yeah, he he doesn't lose his shit. He doesn't fucking go off like mm-hmm. um, Tommy or anything every, like that. Every movie, Casino, Goodfellas, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. fucking psychopath. You know, right. well and that was the best part. You can't watch it on network because as soon as they they yeah. censor it, it's oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. out of here. Right. You know, but. In Casino and Goodfellas, he's playing a real person. Mm-hmm. And Gianni Russo has talked about um, Spilotti, um, Tommy Spilotti, who uh, Pesci plays in Casino. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, he was really like that. And he didn't end up quite like that, but mm-hmm. he ended up like that. Right. Um, really? Yeah. Like, like, I can't do that. I can't do the impression because it, it's got to be, the volume's got to be up there. You know what I'm saying? People go, oh, you know, do the bit. I'm like, you know, like I'm at work or something. Like, I can't fucking do the bit right now. Like, you, you can't do it in a low tone. You got to be fucking screaming this shit, you know? Right. What do you think? I'm funny? What, I'm, I'm wearing clown shoes? I got a red fucking nose? How, how am I fucking funny? You tell me, how am I fucking funny? Uh, no, you no, think... you, you know what I meant. No, yeah, I don't know I what you fucking meant. When I when I listen to you do that on here, it sounds so perfect. <laughs> hey, is this your pen? Really great impersonation. Yeah. Is this your pen? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a nice pen. You know, I don't want you to to lose your pen. Hey, hey, I'm. <laughs> hey, my buddy here is trying to give you his pen back. Hey, I'm just trying to give you your pen, man. Oh, you fucking son of a bitch, cocksucker! And then he starts stabbing him in the fucking <laughs> neck with his pen. God, 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 God. I I want to know. Uh, why aren't you listening to J&M Solve the World? They're funny. 
Funny how? They're here for your amusement. How are we funny? They're here for your amusement. They're not fucking clowns. They'll make you laugh. Listen to them. Dial it up on Amazon or Spotify or one of those other fucking places you can listen to a fucking podcast. What are you, fucking stupid? What it is... You got to clip that and put that on Facebook. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going yeah. to. <laughs> totally, totally going to. Um, is it a tri-state area thing where everybody's a cocksucker? Because if you listen to Joey Diaz... Oh, it's a cocksucker. Right, but if you listen to Joey Diaz or Rogan talking about Diaz or Burt Kreischer talking Rogan, about Diaz... Rogan, you cocksucker. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you fucking cocksucker. Mm-hmm. Ah, Rogan, you fucking cocksucker. I love you. I love you, you cocksucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's like how, like, fuck could be an adjective or an adverb or a verb or a noun or a pronoun or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like cocksucker. It's, I think, and, and James, jump in there at any time. But, you know, like you said, it could be the, the, a very, very degrading insult or, uh, you know, a, a very off-the-wall term of endearment, I guess. Right. Well, cocksucker. Heard, you know, like, you know, the, the N-word's totally banned in this country and nobody dare says it, whatever. Right. I've been in the Bahamas, and they use the N-word like just a marker for a person. Like, mm. they'll say, like, they were doing this big, huge swimming pool, and the one guy says, yeah, and it's going to take 200 N-words to fill it up. Oh, but that's... <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, well... yeah, but they, but they mean, like, like, it could be four white guys come up on the boats, and they'll say, where are those N's going? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like, you, you go to you go to England, England, you go to Australia, and you know those guys are using see you next the, Tuesday. Exactly, they're see, they're using the "see you next Tuesday" word, and, mm-hmm. and it, it's common. But it's not just guys; it's girls. It, it's it's right. everybody. Right. It's everybody, and it's like I thought we were supposed to be the land of the free. Yeah. No shit. I mean. Dude, dude, we, we, we went to that Steel Panther concert a couple weeks ago, and our friends from Georgia come down. And uh, my buddy's my buddy's girl, she's got a shirt on, and I, out of, out of fear of disrespect, I was like, just stop standing at her tits. I'm like, I'm like, what does your shirt say? Am I reading that right? And it was cunty. Uh. <laughs> she's, she's, she said next, she said, see you next Tuesday. Why? And I'm like, why? that's what I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> okay, okay. I got it. I got it. Well, gentlemen, I think we have uh, pretty much ran the gambit. And James, you are now part of the J&M Solve the World family. Uh, You will be known as our resident engraver of all things. You need to go ahead and... Go ahead and tell us his website and everything. Yes. I mean, you got to you got to put it up and everything. Yeah, but, I'm going to put it up. But, but go ahead and tell us your website right. and everything. And it's uh, www.lasermafia.com. Uh, Laser Mafia on Facebook. Laser Mafia on Instagram. Cool. And if you're not following him on Instagram, there's something fucking wrong because. There is some good shit. Not only the the work that he does with Laser Mafia, but if I'm not mistaken, there there may have been a picture or two of uh, James on a movie set. Ah, cool. Maybe. Yeah, I just did a film out in Texas. Nice. I went out there, and we were cart- we we were uh, mafia members, and we and we shoot up the Mexican cartel. Yeah. So. What? so I- I think I think it was kind of like the 2020 election was rigged because in the end, 
we're just standing there, two of us, and we killed six of them with machine guns and everything else. You know, we just kind of fanned the crowd and gave them what for. And, uh, What's the name of this? How do we find this? It's called Cartel Heat. It's uh, actually for, I guess it's to promote a book or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just went out there as an actor. I don't really know exactly what's going on. I got to talk to that. In fact, I'm going to be speaking to the director tomorrow. But uh, it was fun. And um was out there on the set, and this next this guy standing next to me, Mexican guy, uh, this kid I know back here in, in Vero Beach, Florida, he goes, you you were there with Barnaby Melendrez? Is I used to love watching him with my pop. And so I got Barnaby's autograph for the kid and brought it back, and I gave it to him. He's like, oh, I want to get this framed. It was the greatest thing, you know? Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> but these people, like the one guy... That was on the, on the film. He's, he owns a production company. He's killed like 126. I think he's 126 people on film, and then he, plus he killed two that tried to rob him. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> he really did. <laughs> yeah. Your fucking hands off for that. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, they tried to rob him, and and then the other guy, who this Barnaby Melendez guy, he's like the Charles Bronson of Mexico. Oh yeah, he's in all. He's in. He's been in four hundred and something films. Wow. Sent him a message. <laughs> so anyway, he was one of the first people we killed over there. <laughs> nice. But yeah, yeah, we gunned down the the cartel in that movie. It was just a short clip. Right. Hell yeah. Cool. Hey, but uh, you know, on behalf of Dwight. And James Laser Mafia. That's www.lasermafia.com. Find him on Facebook at Laser Mafia. Find him on Instagram at laser.mafia. And until next time, you have just watched another episode of Stu Him Productions Presents. JM, Solve the World. I have been James. And I've been Matt. And until next time, you keep one fist in the gold, one foot in the gutter, and we will be seeing you. Peace.